What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Fantasy Fellow Show. My name is Kyle. Tonight, we're going to be doing a live PPR mock draft. We are going to be doing a 12-team uh, mock draft here. It's full PPR. We're going to be uh, drafting from the five spot tonight, so we'll see what we can get. Uh, I just recorded, a, uh, I think we were in the six spot, the last mock draft. So I'm going to continue to hop around the different uh, positions here and see how many different uh, different you know names and things we can come up with, different strategies. Uh, so uh, Don here was asking if we could do a Yahoo draft. So I think next week we're gonna we're gonna go over Yahoo, and I believe Yahoo is uh, I think it's half PPR. We'll we'll kind of see what we can do with that. I play mainly PPR, but it's always fun to uh, to try different things and see just the e ESPN versus Yahoo, just the different the ADPs. Best day of the year. We'll see what we can uh, what we come up with. So next week we'll do. Um, <laughs> oh, Aiden, we always miss you. Um, Next week we're gonna try a Yahoo one. I think we'll we'll schedule it for Monday or Tuesday. I can I can try to make uh, make that happen for us. But anyways, our draft has just begun here. Christian McCaffrey, Dalvin Cook, first two guys off the board. If you're in the top five, top six, you're gonna probably take a running back. It's you know the the wide receivers and Kelsey don't really interest me. If I'm in the top six, uh, you see uh, Saquon Barkley go number three overall. So we're looking at Derrick Henry, who just went number four. We're on the clock. So we were gifted Alvin Kamara here, which is. Uh, really sweet. He was actually my number three running back on the board. So again, if you're sitting in that top five, top six, you're you're going to draft a running back. You're probably going to enjoy how your draft goes. Um, so you get the notifications and the stream already started. Hmm. Um, well, typically what I'll do is before I go live, maybe we can schedule it up a ahead of time, Aiden. Um, do you have Aiden? Are you on Twitter or are you on uh, any social media where I can uh, I can I can follow you? We can chat and we'll we'll, we'll schedule up something where we can do a mock draft together. Um, either of that would work. I know Twitter is probably the easiest thing for me. But uh, anyways, after we took Kamara, you see Nick Chubb go number sixth overall. I have Nick Chubb up here as uh, if I just filter by my running backs here. Um, if we just filter by running backs, I have Nick Chubb as my RB8, Aaron Jones, Ezekiel Elliott. I like all these guys. Uh, let me, uh, I guess, shoot me uh, on the, the Twitter at the fellow KGB. Shoot me an ad there, and then uh, we, can, we can chat and we can sync up before we do a mock draft. Uh, but after Nick Chubb, you see Travis Kelsey, Jonathan Taylor still on the board, Aaron Jones, Austin Eckler, Cam Akers, some good running backs. Ezekiel Elliott starting the fall. He goes at number nine. In the other mock draft that we did the other day, I think Elliott went like two or three overall. So I really like getting his, if you're in that top six spot, I think uh, we all kind of know who the top five running backs are. That's McCaffrey, Cook, Barkley, Henry, Kamara. And then I think Zeke could probably be my sixth option uh, as far as, uh, as drafting in the top six. So we're moving it to the end of the first round. You see Jonathan Taylor, Ezekiel Elliott, Tyreek Hill, Cam Akers. Uh, and with our 20th pick here, we can, we're going to try to get a running back. I would love – I put Najee Harris in the thumbnail. If we can get Najee Harris at 20, I'll feel pretty good. Uh, I wouldn't mind Joe Mixon, maybe Clyde Edwards. Those are some of the running backs that I like at the end of the second round. But if you're picking in the beginning of the second round, I mean, Aaron Jones, Austin Eckler, Antonio Gibson, those are some of my favorites. Uh, Cam Akers is typically a first-round pick at this point. He goes 10th, 11th, 12th. Uh, but man, hammering two so far of all the mock drafts that I've been doing, it's been the most appealing at the end when you get two running backs like in your first two or three picks. Um, so we should uh, continue to try to do that. Um, <laughs> all right, sweet. I'll hit you up after the show. And the the Bucks are back. Uh, super excited about the Bucks. We got a steal game five though. I don't want this going to seven, but I, I'm optimistic. The Bucks have the momentum right now. Chris Paul looks like he hasn't been playing very well. I don't know what's going on with him, if his injuries are just racking up, uh, but I expect game five to be one of the best games in the series. 
So uh, rolling into the second round, I'm up to I'm up to pick on the clock. Stefan Diggs started the second round. Aaron Jones, Austin Eckler, Antonio Gibson, Calvin Ridley, Najee Harris, DK Metcalf. So we we missed out a bunch of our running backs. Joe Mixon is available. Clyde Edwards, Miles Sanders, the top receivers, Hopkins, AJ Brown, Jefferson. I could elect to go with a wide receiver here, but I'm going to take Joe Mixon because I like Mixon as my running back too. I haven't really been able to uh, to get him too much in these PPR mock drafts. So I really like Mixon. Let's see where I have him. He's my running back 10. I have him just ahead of Jonathan Taylor, Antonio Gibson. So we're getting two top 10 running backs in this draft so far. Uh, we got Porsche 23. So check out the sleeper at mock drafts. Uh, I do, I do, uh, I've, I've liked sleeper a lot. I just, for what I use the most, I think ESPN's probably got my favorite just interface. We will, uh, what I'm going to do throughout the summer is we're going to we're going to start doing Yahoo. We'll do ESPN. We'll do Sleeper, and I'll try to find a couple other. I think Fantrax has a good one. Fantrax has been really upping up their game in, in, as far as uh, just overall leagues and settings and things. So we're going to try to do as much as we can. Maybe every week we'll, we'll try to do a different platform and just kind of starting to, to spread things out. But Sleeper is definitely on the list. ESPN, Yahoo, Fantrax. Uh, I used to use FF Calculator, but not as much anymore. We can maybe do an FF Calculator one. Um, so anyways, we are closing up the second round here. I started my draft with Alvin Kamara and Joe Mixon. I passed on DeAndre Hopkins, which doesn't feel as great, but we might be able to snag a good wide receiver in the third. Uh, Clyde Edwards-Alaire was 210. Miles Sanders, 211. There's A.J. Brown, Jefferson, Mike Evans. We are almost up to pick. I think for me, I mean, I would take a running back if I could, but I, I really, really like Michael Thomas. Let me see where we got the wide receivers. Michael Thomas, I think, yeah, he's my ninth best wide receiver. He's, he's currently the best one available. Otherwise, it's Cooper, Allen Robinson, Terry McLaurin. So if we can get a guy like Michael Thomas, I'm feeling really, really good. And we're just going to have to monitor with the Saints. It's tricky. We don't know if it's Jameis Winston or Taysom Hill. I would assume it's Jameis Winston. He's been kind of showing up as like a leader this offseason. He's been doing a lot of workouts with the wide receivers. Um, so that's that's something that that sticks with you. Um, so we're up to pick Terry McLaurin, DeAndre Swift. He's probably the best running back available. You see J.K. Dobbins and Chris Carson. We just missed them. I like Swift, but because we already have the two running backs on our team, I think I'm going to pivot here. We're going to land Michael Thomas, and he was a part of the thumbnail. So we're going to get Michael Thomas on the board. People are just like Michael Thomas, like he was like the fifth or sixth overall draft pick. Uh, last year. Uh, people are kind of forgetting just the records that he set in that season in 2019. And if it is Jameis Winston, I mean, we've seen Jameis Winston chuck the ball a lot to Mike Evans and Chris Godwin the year before and just have a lot of numbers. So I, if we can get anything similar to this 2019 schedule, I don't, I just, it feels like a value here where Jameis Winston's going to lock on to Michael Thomas. Uh, even if it was Taysom Hill, Michael Thomas's numbers with Taysom, uh, it was, Week 11, where Taysom Hill took over, so 11, 12, 13, and 14. And Michael Thomas, in those four games, he had 19.4, 9.1, 19.5, and 16.4. So three out of four games, he was, you know, over double digits. So I feel pretty good about Michael Thomas, uh, even if it's Taysom Hill. So he's kind of foolproof at this point. I think he's going to have... Um, I think he's going to have a lot to prove. And yeah, he did. He burned everyone last year. But at least, I mean, if you were... If you were playing in the fantasy playoffs, he kind of came back and got hurt before the actual, you know, weeks 15 and 16. So if you took Michael Thomas, you have a sour taste in, our, in your mouth. But he 
he's falling into the third round and to get a potential top five receiver there that's guaranteed to lead his team in targets i'm i'm open to it and just the unknown with Jameis winston i mean winston he, he pushed chris godwin to the the wide receiver two position in 2019 so i think people are going to probably over exaggerate just how inaccurate winston can be but anyways i love michael thomas after i took thomas adam Thielen, Mahomes, Terry McLaurin, DeAndre Swift falling to 309. There's David Montgomery, Keenan Allen, Darren Waller falling all the way to 312. Uh, Josh Jacobs at the beginning around four. Amari Cooper, Robert Woods. There's Allen Robinson falling to 404. George Kittle falling into the mid fourth. Julio Jones, Tyler Lockett. So we are up to pick. Uh, I think for me, I, I'm I'm looking at the wide receivers here. The running backs don't stick out. I really really like C.D. Lamb, D.J. Moore, Chris Godwin. Uh, those are probably the top three names that I'm considering right now. Tight end, we can wait. Andrews, Pitts, Hawkinson, there's still some good value there. And just the running backs don't – like we can, we can maybe think about running back at pick 53. Uh, but for me, what I am going to do – let's get a piece of the Dallas offense. Let's get C.D. Lamb on the board. I'll show you guys where I have him projected. Um, C.D. Lamb for receivers, I have him at wide receiver 16. I have him going for – Almost 1,100 yards, eight touchdowns. I also have him rushing for a touchdown. He did get one last year, too. So they, they ran the ball a lot with CD. So I'm excited about his opportunity. He's going to go over 1,000 yards. And he there's potentially he could take you know Amari Cooper over as the number one target there. He's going to be a beast in PPR leagues. Uh, so we just plugged in Michael Thomas and CD Lamb as our wide receivers. Our running backs are Kamara and Joe Mixon. Feeling pretty good about this. Uh, feeling really, really good. Now we just got to... I mean, our core pieces, two running backs, two wide receivers, were filled up nicely there. And at this point, we don't really have to reach for any position. We can take whatever falls to us. Um, so we're almost up to pick after we took our C.D. Lamb, Miles Gaskin, D.J. Moore, Mark Andrews, Kenny Galladay, Josh Allen. There's Kyle Pitts, Chris Godwin. And we are going to be on deck here. Uh, Brandon Ayuk, Deontay Johnson, Cortland Sutton, Odell Beckham, Jamar Chase, T. Higgins. Um, there's Chase Claypool. So we just missed out on Odell Beckham. And let me just do my due diligence. The quarterbacks, we could get Kyler Murray, Dak Prescott. I really, really like waiting for Russell Wilson, but the quarterbacks are interesting. Tight end, TJ Hawkinson's probably the last of the good ones. So we're going to have to probably put together a ragtag group there. Uh, but for receivers, I still really like Cooper Cup, Jamar Chase, T. Higgins. Let me, I got 20 seconds to steal this. Uh, I do have Cooper Cup as my wide receiver 19. Deontay's my wide receiver 18. I do like Brandon Ayuk quite a bit as well. So 10 seconds left. Uh, why not? Let's do it. We're going to do it for Jake here. We're going to take Brandon Ayuk as our wide receiver three. Uh, the 49ers are an offense that you guys want to be a part of. And yeah, I could have taken Ayuk, Cup. Those are, I was thinking between Cup. Um, Ayuk, though, seemed a little bit fun because I just, um, if you guys go to the fantasyfellowship.com, I just put out a video and a new schedule observation thing yesterday, uh, but I kind of just went through the entire schedule and I highlighted uh, red defenses being ones to avoid, green ones being ones to target. And San Francisco has got a really nice soft schedule to start the year and they have a really nice schedule to finish the year. So collecting 49ers should be, uh, should be a part of our list. So uh, we're feeling pretty good about this draft so far. We have two running backs, three wide receivers, and yeah, I could have, uh, I mean, at that point uh, in my head, I'm like, okay, Cooper Cup's like a, usually a fourth round lock, uh, taking a guy like Ayuk, he's going to be there. Uh, but some other players that interest me there, Jamar Chase, ETN, Deontay Johnson, 
Uh, we could potentially take a quarterback, but man, just looking at how the quarterbacks fall so late, I mean, we, we're going to probably try to queue up Russell Wilson here. He goes around 80th overall, um, and we should see what uh, what we can make here. At pick 68, I don't know if I want to take Russell Wilson there. Let's just wait and see. Um, is TJ Hawkinson still on the board? Uh, he just went at pick 6-2. Uh, um, let me see what we got going on here. Thank you. Um, how many receivers do you usually carry in a one QB league? Do you carry two or just, um, you know, in a, in a one quarterback league, uh, I always recommend carrying two. If you want to take a top five quarterback, you can just grab a guy towards the end of the draft. I've been grabbing Kirk cousins a lot as my quarterback too. He's got a pretty good offense. He's pretty stable and he's got a favorable schedule as I identified in the schedule uh, article. And then for receivers, again, it kind of depends. Like if you go into the draft and you and you take one or two good guys in the first four rounds, you don't need as much depth. But in a typical, what do we carry? We carry 16 players. I think you'd want a minimum five, five wide receivers. That way you can start three, have two on the bench. Uh, but somewhere in that five, six, uh, five, even seven is probably the most, but somewhere in that range. Uh, but it really depends on if you have really strong running backs and you, you put a lot of uh, value into those picks early, you don't need as many running backs. You need more wide receivers later. And for the most part, it's it's receivers are the easiest position to find in the the waiver wire, but they're they're also one of the, the best values on the draft board. And for me, looking at this board, it's T. Higgins. I want a piece of that uh, that Cincinnati Bengals offense. So I'm technically taking a T. Higgins that would be on my bench, but some other guys that stick out, Robbie Anderson, T. Higgins. Those guys can both be really good this season. I really like Michael Gallup too, but we already have CD Lamb. Uh, the running backs don't excite me. We just missed Lamar and Russell Wilson, so we'll kind of see what happens at quarterback. Herbert, Herbert could be fun, uh, but I, I gotta take. I've seen I've seen T Higgins go in the fifth round, sixth round. So now we just loaded up Michael Thomas, CD Lamb, Brandon Ayuk, and T Higgins. I know I got Higgins and Mixon, but that doesn't really bother me that much. Because uh, I know uh, one Mixon's my my running back too, and Higgins is going to stay on the field a lot. I think both guys are a good position to get points. And at, at round six, pick eight, that just seems kind of like a, a massive value. If you look at my projections real quick, I have T Higgins as my wide receiver twenty six. Uh, some guys around him that I would have considered. I got Michael Gallup here. We already have Ayuk, who I have as my wide receiver thirty two. Uh, but Robbie Anderson might have been the pick there. I, I kind of like getting the piece. Uh, with Sam Darnold there. But anyways, we're set up pretty good. And for the majority of leagues that I play in, um, T Higgins would be in my starting lineup. I start two flexes in the majority of my leagues. So it's, I don't like to draft uh, by my roster, filling out all my starters. I'm going to continue to take the value that is presented to me because you guys know, like after the first few weeks of the season, your starting lineup doesn't look like it was when you drafted it. So I, I purely draft for depth and whatever they're going to toss me uh, in the draft, I'm going to continue to take. Uh, so right now, if we can get Robbie Anderson on the comeback here, I'm pretty excited about that. Running backs that we could take a look at. I mean, James Robinson's still going to be a part of a committee, but he's got some value here as a flex option for us. I do like James Conner. He's been one of my favorite running backs to draft in the seventh, eighth round range. He's going to lead the team in carries. I know people are excited about Chase Edmonds, who's going to be the more valuable PPR receiving back, but James Conner is going to get a lot of red zone work and uh, lead that team in carries, maybe over 200 carries. So I'm feeling pretty good about this start. Let's just do a quarterback check. Justin Herbert still chilling here. 
what do we get? What do we do with Aaron Rodgers? I'm interested. In what you guys uh, watching uh, on the on the stream here? What do you guys think about Aaron Rodgers? Is at what point do you begin? If Rodgers is playing, like in the seventh round, that it almost seems stupid that like, he should be the quarterback that we take here. We just missed Herbert. We just missed Jerry Judy. Uh, but I really liked some of the receivers here, whether that's Chenault, Robbie, Michael Gallup, Logan Thomas just went. Um, so for me, if I'm going to stick to my board, and this this is a good question because Sports Dog just asked, how many receivers do you carry? We already have Michael Thomas, C.D. Lamb, Brandon Ayuk, T. Higgins. I'm not afraid to take another uh, receiver in Robbie Anderson and then basically just kind of call it a day at the receiver position unless more value is presented. And I'm filtered by all position here, and these are the top guys available. And we did see I have Robbie as my number 22 wide receiver. So technically, we got five receivers in the top 30. I'm just going to do it. And then from this point on, we'll go get our quarterback. We'll go get our tight end. We'll see what uh, we can begin to find here. So if you're if you're waiting for a quarterback on this, I mean, Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady, Ryan Tannehill, all these guys are still available here. Jalen Hurts is falling. I'm totally fine with starting my season with Matthew Stafford either. So a lot of these guys look really interesting at this point. As far as tight ends, if you don't get uh, – we all kind of know who the top tight ends are. That's Kelsey, Waller, and Kittle. If you don't get those – of course, it's Pitts and Hawkinson, and after that, I, I don't mind waiting. Uh, a guy like Noah Fant, uh, I'm actually excited about the Broncos because I identified um, I identified some schedule stuff for the Broncos, and they have a really nice start to the season and a really nice finish. And if Teddy Bridgewater is the starting quarterback, I mean, he, he just delivered three top 25 wide receivers last year with DJ, Robbie, and Curtis Samuel. I think Noah Fant will be uh, – kind of under the radar at this point and you can get him in the eighth round even I guess if Rodgers plays Robert Tunyon is going to be a hell of a value too um, so those are two guys that if you don't get a top tight end I'm, I'm kind of interested in those players here uh, we did see Aaron Rodgers go round seven pick eight Tom Brady round seven pick 11 so we're kind of stretching it thin at the quarterback and tight end position but man I really really like our depth at the receiver spot Thomas CeeDee Lamb Ayuk Higgins and Anderson uh, we should be uh, loading up a lot of points there at the running back spot. I'm still eyeing up James Conner here. Noah Fant just went. Let me go ahead and filter by all positions. Marquise Brown, Tyler Boyd, Henry Ruggs, Jarvis Landry, Antonio Brown. So a lot of receivers here, but nothing I feel great about. I mean, I do like uh, Tyler Boyd in PPR leagues, but I don't love it. Uh, Marquise Brown, a lot of these guys are boom bust. The consistency of Boyd and Landry could be nice. Uh, but for our value here... We might play the quarterback game. If I get Tannehill, if I get Burrow, like I still want one of these guys and then we'll make a tandem. Uh, but otherwise, I, I think I got to take James Conner here. He's one of the best. Uh, he's not even a handcuff, really, and he's going to be my number three running back. Um, he had a really good season last year, and people are kind of not excited about it. Um, let me just pull up James Conner's numbers. If we get any part of this from James Conner this season with his new team, I mean, look at this. Look at these these numbers here. For the most part, he was putting out double digits. He had one, two, three, four bad games. He did get hurt week one, but he came back and he was just running for 100 yards to start the season. He's a guy that they can rely on in the passing game. And then just again, in that Cardinals offense uh, last year, they gave Kenyon Drake uh, the third most carries inside the five yard line. Those are not going to go to Chase Edmonds. So I do like James Conner as a guy on our bench. There's a couple other rookie running backs that I really that really value here. Michael Carter, Trey Sermon. Uh, but I'm feeling pretty good about our running backs that we have on our team now. Maybe we go pick our quarterback. We just missed Ryan Tannehill, Jalen Hurts. 
but we can get Joe Burrow, Matthew Stafford. I, I think I'm feeling pretty good about that. Even, I mean, if I had to, you know, wait even longer for a quarterback, Matt Ryan might not be a bad option. We still don't know what's going on with Deshaun Watson. I imagine uh, we'll, we'll hear about something before training camps, but someone just took a defense in round nine. Don't do that. Uh, don't pick a defense when you can be getting stud players. And for the most part, I don't play. I maybe have one league left that uses defense. For the most part, we all play super flex. We play multiple flexes. We got rid of kickers. Uh, but I have, uh, we call it the old man league where we still play defenses and kickers. And it's funny enough, but that's been like, I've won two of the last three years in that one. That's been my most successful league. So what do we think? Is Rogers showing up? Is Rogers showing up in two weeks? I think he does. I really want Rogers to show up for game game six for the Bucks. He's an owner. He's got to show up. So, but anyways, we're moving into the ninth round here at the start of round nine. Tyler Boyd, Tampa Bay Buccaneers defense, Jalen Waddle. Let's just filter by all position and see what we got. Henry Ruggs, Antonio Brown. I, at this point of the draft, like it'd be nice to snag Antonio Brown. We're really deep at wide receiver. Uh, Corey Davis, just a lot of troublesome wide receivers that we don't know what to do with. As far as quarterbacks, Matthew Stafford, Joe Burrow. I'm going to lock in Matthew Stafford just so we have that position locked in. We didn't get any LA Rams players, so I like to uh, I like to spread out my offenses into, in, I guess, the players that I have on my team. I'm trying to collect offenses, so getting Matthew Stafford. I've, everyone likes you know Robert Woods, Cooper Cup, Tyler Higby. Everybody likes Cam Akers. That's going to be a productive offense. And with my schedule observations, they do have a kind of a tough start. They're going to play here. Let me blow this up. Uh, they do, you know, they start off against Chicago, Indianapolis, Tampa Bay. Going to be, you know, a slow start. But after that, you get Arizona, Seattle, the Giants, the Lions, the Texans, the Titans. And then leading into the fantasy playoffs, week 13, they go Jacksonville, Arizona, Seattle, Minnesota, and then at Baltimore for the championship. So I just really like that that big stretch from weeks four to week nine. I think that's going to put up some solid numbers for us. So I love Matt Stafford. Uh, and then again, I guess to answer Sports Dog's question, assuming this is this what we're drafting right now is a one QB league. Uh, I just snagged Matthew Stafford. Uh, his buy is week eleven, so of course I don't want to get anybody else on a week eleven buy. And I think only Denver is the only other team. It looks like Denver is the only other team with a week eleven buy. So, if I mean, if we wanted, we could go back to back QB here. I could get a Tua, a Matt Ryan. I can get one of these veteran quarterbacks. I do like Baker Mayfield. I do like Kirk Cousins. Ryan Fitzpatrick is interesting. Or we could potentially get a rookie quarterback, whether that's Justin Fields, Trey Lance. I mean, Trevor Lawrence is there. Not super excited about what the Jaguars are going to do this season. I think maybe in the future seasons we should be excited. Uh, but for the most part here, uh, let's see who's the best available. Melvin Gordon, A.J. Dillon, Jamal Williams, T.Y. The receivers are starting to get spread out just a little bit as far as tight ends. I, I don't know why Tyler Higby is going so cheap, but I wouldn't mind taking a flyer on an Herb Smith, uh, Hunter Henry, Eric Ebron, Evan Ingram. Tyler Higby is probably my number one rated tight end on the board. We can maybe wait for pick 125 for him. Uh, but just off the top of the board, though, uh, a handful of, of veteran running backs. Let's just filter here. I'm going to take Trey Sermon if I can. Uh, I, I, I think, especially at this point in the draft, the best balls, I do so many best ball drafts and Trey Sermon's going like in the seventh round right now. We're just at the end of the, uh, the 10th round. So getting a guy like Trey Sermon on the bench, I always, I always like to have 
to try to take one or two rookies every draft. I think that's very important. Uh, but anyways, I'm going to, I'm going to snag Trey Sermon here. I think a lot of people know that Raheem Mostert is considered injury prone. He's kind of like a Ferrari. If he gets dinged up and nicked up a little bit, uh, he could be, you know, out for a while. And he's already got an ankle injury that he's you know, kept him out of the OTAs. And Trey Sermon was able to take all of the reps with the ones. Uh, so at the end of the 10th round, we collect Trey Sermon as our RB4. We get another piece of, uh, I guess we get a, a really interesting piece of the 49ers backfield. And again, just one of the reasons why I'm open to taking a Trey Sermon, a rookie running back, a third round pick. Let me exit that out. Uh, but San Francisco, their their fantasy playoff schedule, starting week 11, here's the 49ers schedule. They play at Jacksonville. Minnesota, they're going to be better. Seattle, that could be a high-scoring game. Then they get Cincinnati, Atlanta, Tennessee, and Houston. Just an unbelievable fantasy playoff schedule from weeks 14 to 17. Again, we saw we saw the rookie running backs take over down the stretch. That's Cam Akers, J.K. Dobbins, um, Jonathan Taylor. Just a lot of interesting running backs took uh, to bloom last season. So I, I love getting a Trey Sermon there, just filtering by everything available here. We could still get a really interesting quarterback, whether that is Trevor or Tua. Uh, we still don't have a starting tight end. Um, we missed on Herb Smith. I'm going to lock in Tyler Higby. So we have a Matthew Stafford, Tyler Higby stack. The reason I'm into Higby is because Gerald Everett is gone and now you're plugging in Matthew Stafford. That could be uh, a huge significant increase in him for snaps and just consistency at the quarterback spot. Um, so getting a Tyler Higby as my tight end one, uh, I do like that option. And then there's still some good uh, tight end twos available. Like I like Austin Hooper for Cleveland, Evan Ingram. And again, because we waited so long at tight end, uh, it didn't make sense to reach for one. We kind of just took one when it came to us and we're probably going to have two tight ends on our roster and we'll kind of play that, uh, We'll play the roulette with the tight end wheel here. I don't mind. Again, if you get a top five tight end, that's great. Otherwise, I'm not going to invest too highly in the position. And we're moving into the 12th round. I'll kind of recap it here. Uh, the 11th round finished with, uh, I guess, well, we, after we took Higby, you saw J.D. McKissick, Michael Pittman, Hunter Henry, Eric Ebron, Matt Ryan, Devin Singletary. There's Michael Carter, the rookie running back for the Jets, Gus Edwards. Uh, Trevor Lawrence, Austin Hooper, Paris Campbell, Devontae Parker, Darnell Mooney is an interesting late round wide receiver, and Emmanuel Sanders. We are up to pick. Um, so let me just kind of do some diligence here. Quarterbacks best available. Should we take Tua, Ben Roethlisberger, Daniel Jones, Baker Mayfield? I still really like Mayfield and Kirk Cousins. What about the tight end spot? I'm just going to snag Evan Ingram because uh, you never know, and especially because he's so cheap. I'm not a super fan of the Giants offense, but to get Evan Ingram last season, he was like the third or fourth most targeted tight end. Um, so for him to be our backup, I don't, I don't mind doing that. We have two more spots to fill on our bench. Uh, I'd like to plug in another backup quarterback and that's probably going to be, I mean, oh man, I, if you're new to my, uh, my channel here, I've been talking about him for a while, but it's the, the quarterback that has just been, super undervalued is going to be Kirk Cousins. He was quarterback number 11 last season. If we go back the year before to 2019, he was the quarterback 16. So he's he's kind of in that, you know, that 10th to 16 range for me. And if we just look at his game logs, well, first of all, he had the second best season of his career. He averaged 18 and a half fantasy points, uh, only missed his uh, career best season by, by 0.3. So getting a Kirk Cousins, let me just double check. So we're on deck here. We're actually on the clock. I got some time. But Kirk Cousins was just super steady, uh, super steady. He only had one meltdown game. Uh, but let's see. So 
the quarterback still available. Uh, Kirk Cousins here. Should we get another tight end? We could take a Jared Cook. I know I know Sports Dog really likes Jared Cook. I really like Blake Jarwin. Getting a piece of that offense makes a lot of sense to me. Uh, but for at this point, I'm just gonna snag the guy I like. I'm gonna I'm gonna snag Kirk Cousins here. But Tua makes sense. Should I take Tua? Let me double check my projections. I took Kirk Cousins, who is my quarterback. He's my quarterback 15 right now. He is, uh, he's, you know, tight, or two is number 16. So uh, I think the next pick, I might as well make it Jared Cook, right? Like we have five really good wide receivers. I don't know if we're going to need any more. Uh, and then at this point, we have one more bench spot to fill. And Jared Cook, he's going to be chilling with Justin Herbert. The last season, uh, let's just look up and see what Hunter Henry did in this spot. He's going to be the de facto starting tight end one. And this yielded Hunter Henry, tight end number 12 last season. He only played in 14 games. Jared Cook has been relatively healthy. Last season, Jared Cook was tight end 17. He had three, uh, 37 catches, 504 yards, and seven touchdowns. Um, so I, I think it, uh, Jared Cook, as far as my number three tight end, we're, we're kind of just fishing. At this point in the draft, we're just simply fishing for something that could stick. Again, we have a duo of Higby and Ingram. Maybe it makes sense to grab another tight end here. Uh, but let's just look at the whole field. Jamison Crowder, Brashad Perriman, Tyrell Williams, Alan Lazard. Nothing really sticks out here. There's Jared Cook. Let's see if we can find a running back. I mean, we're kind of just in backup city here. Uh, I feel pretty comfortable with the four running backs that we have. I wouldn't mind another one, but again, uh, the huge part about drafting is the draft is nice to cover all your bases, but there's still going to be all the waiver wire options and free agency. I really like Anthony Ferkser here. I think he could be a steady guy. We're just going to take Jared Cook. We, we waited on tight end. Um, and then, yeah, so that that's why this year, this year it makes sense to pay up for the tight end spot. Uh, whether you take the Kelsey, you take Waller, you take Kittle, Pitts, or Hawkinson, those are my, my top, those are my clear top five. Uh, and, if you don't get one of those, like, I don't mind waiting. I think the next guy that I like is Noah Fant in, like, the eighth round. Uh, defense, uh, I don't care who we have on defense. I don't play too many defensive leagues. If I had to pick, the Colts might be nice. I mean, they get to play Jacksonville and Houston twice a year, so I'll take the Colts. We'll see what happens here. Uh, for kicker, I don't know what I care about. Just get a good kicker on a good offense. Um, so, yeah, it's – the board didn't really fall for us that way. We could have taken uh, Darren Waller in the mid-third, but I've been doing a lot of mock drafts. I've, I've done a handful of Waller drafts. I've done, I haven't done a Kittle or a, a Kelsey draft yet, but we've been taking tight end early. We've been targeting Hawkinson and Pitts. Um, so this is, I guess, good to see what happens if you stretch it to empty on tight end. We got Tyler Higby, Evan Ingram, and Jared Cook. We'll play the tight end dance and see how it goes. Um, but I think, I think people are beginning to wise up that, hey, in the third round, the, the Darren Waller, the George Kittle effect, uh, it's, it's going to make you feel really good locking in a tight end that's going to get 15, 16 points per game. Whereas at the moment, we're going to be playing, uh, we're going to be praying for a Higby, Evan Ingram, or a Jared Cook game. So I'm up to pick here. I'm just going to take Dallas kicker Greg Zerline. He's part of a good scoring offense. And uh, that's going to conclude this live PPR mock draft. I want to thank you guys all out for hanging out. If you guys are new to the channel, you should definitely subscribe. I try to put out a couple live streams a week and upload videos throughout the week as well. And uh, again, I guess the main part is with these mock drafts, I'm just trying different things. Uh, we're, we're, we, you should experiment. I believe 
the more mock drafts you do, the better prepared you are to make decisions uh, when it comes to make your, you know, your redraft picks uh, come Labor Day weekend. So getting as many picks in as possible and just having uh, the situation where you need to make quick decisions, it's going to help you out. Uh, also, check out the fantasyfellowship.com, get the 2021 draft kit. Uh, thank you guys so much for your time. I think that's going to do it for tonight's video, though. Uh, have a good rest of your evening. We'll see you guys in the next video. Cool. Peace.